0: Are you in search of the perfect college for you, but you just don't know where to start? Then guess what? I got the perfect episode for you. So grab your pen, grab your paper, and stay tuned to After The Music. Welcome to the Lazenby Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lazenby, and I'm here to help you along your journey to your success. I will do this by sharing my experiences, as well as give tips and tricks I've learned through my current journey to receive my bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. Throughout this season, I'll be covering topics including myths about college, transfer advice, networking, and much more. So get your pen and paper ready as we dive into each episode to take in something that gets you closer to your success. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lazenby Experience podcast. We are in season two episode number seven, where I will be discussing how to select a school. If you're interested in going to college, uh, whether it's a community college, a trade school, or a four-year university. Uh, But before I get into that, I do want to say, if you're interested in going to college, I will highly suggest, and you don't know what major you want to major in, I will highly suggest that you listen to my last episode before you listen to this episode. Episode number six is where I give my tips. Um, and strategies on how to select a major if you are having trouble or you're still looking at what you want to do or major in when you go to college. So definitely check out episode number six before you head into this episode, because I think the major that you want to major in and get a degree in is a lot more important and should be the first step that you take before you decide what school you want to attend. So go ahead listen to episode number 6 and then come on back and finish this episode but before i get into my my five tips I think will help you select a school. Let's get into a little story time. So when I first graduated high school or while I was in the process of graduating high school, I didn't do as much planning as I should have. I somehow found a school that I was interested in, and I really... uh, Spent a lot of time Focusing on that school Instead of looking for more schools To be interested in And somehow I got interested in The University of Minnesota I don't know how I got interested I don't even know how I got introduced To that school But somehow I got obsessed with that school And that was the school I wanted to go, it, go into um, But if you have listened To any of my other episodes You know that I did not attend The University of Minnesota And my first school was Northern Illinois University and it's also crazy a lot of people don't know this probably just a few of my family members like my mom I know my other brother my my dad knows and maybe my other siblings but a lot of people don't know that I almost joined the Marines right after high school I was probably a week away from going to uh, boot camp the Marine boot camp before uh, when I made the decision to end up not going to the Marines and, and instead go straight to college. But that's a story for a different day. Um, not today, but moving on to how I got into the community college I went to again, I didn't do a lot of planning one because I was still in the same area of my first school NIU and I wasn't planning on going back home or moving somewhere else because I felt like if I left that type of environment, it would, um, have me lose interest in going back to school. So I decided to stay in the NIU environment. Um, and at NIU, luckily they had a community college close by. It was only one, I believe it was only one community college in that area. So that was my only option if I wanted to stay in that area, which is what I wanted to do. So it was a very easy choice to make to go to, um, my community college, Kishwaukee college. Um, but I guess the third time around, which is, uh, my, my current school that I'm at, I did a lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about today in order to find this school, which I think was a great decision. As far as what school I am at currently, I talked to my advisor. I was part of a program I'm going to talk about this a little bit in the episode, but I was part of a program called TRIO in, uh at the community college, Kishwaukee College. Um, so I had an advisor through that program that helped me a lot. I had an Excel sheet that I kept track of my information and the information of the schools Um I visited the schools sometimes by myself. Um, I believe I went to one school with my mom um, and I believe I went to another one other school with a friend of mine from NIU. But I did all of that and probably a lot more just to make sure that this last school that I go to will be the last school I go to when it comes to me receiving or earning this bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. So those were. That's a little bit of um, how I got to where I am and how I selected the school that I selected. But let's get into these tips that I hope will help you as well as far as finding a school that you might be interested in. Let's get on to the first tip, tip number one. I guess it might not be a tip, but this is more of advice. Uh, which school you select have little determination to do with your success. There are there are people who have graduated from top Ivy League schools, and they are not as successful as you might think they should be, or they're not in the career that they want to be in, or they're not doing what they want to do. So just because you go to a top school or an Ivy league school doesn't mean you're automatically going to be success, successful, sorry. But, and then on the other hand, there are people who have graduated from community college who are living their best lives, who are In the career that they love or owning the business that they love, they are financially um, stable and comfortable where they are. So understand the college that you decide to go to has little to do with the the success you have after you graduate. Now, of course, going to Ivy League school or a big name school is great and it looks great on a resume. But if you're going to put or going to have to pay $100,000 and be $100,000 in debt, is it really worth it? Especially if you're going for a degree that won't provide you with that same salary midway through your career. Like if you're going for a, a major, I really don't like the down majors, but there are majors out there that... If you go to any type of school, but let alone an Ivy League school that can cost you hundreds of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you get this degree, and then there's no career path for you to even get close to making that amount of money within your lifetime within that career career field. So just because, again, you it's an Ivy League school, doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Now, of course, if you get a full-ride scholarship and you get to choose what school you're going to and you want to go to an Ivy League school, definitely do that. You will meet a lot of great people. You'll be among a lot of great and smart, intelligent people. But if you're going to almost, but you can go to almost any community college or for your university and still make a wise choice and still meet great people and still meet smart people and still be successful after you graduate. So definitely, if you're trying to figure out what school you wanna to go to, in your, in your mind, you think you have to go to a top university or Ivy League school, please think again and continue looking at schools that, that you can afford and that has the major that you're interested in. Which kind of leads me to my next tip. Yep. Select a school with your major. So this is the main reason why I wanted you. If you haven't already watched episode number six of this season, I want you to stop listening to me right now. Go back to episode number six. Listen to that and then come back to this so you can get all the the relevant information. But tip number two, select the school with your major. You should only. You're looking at schools, whether it's a community college, a trade school or a four year, four year university that offers a degree program you plan on majoring in. The main reason why you're going to a college, going to a four year university is to get a degree. So if you're going there just because it's a big name, but you don't. But there's nothing there that you're interested in getting a degree in then you're going to be wasting a lot of money, and possibly a lot of time. When selecting a school, the major they offer should be the first thing you look at because that's the biggest reason you are going in the first place. If you're interested in multiple majors or degree programs and haven't decided yet, make sure they have make sure the schools that you're interested interested in have all the majors that you're interested in, or at least most of them. Like if you're interested in maybe three or four different programs in the, the schools you're interested in only have maybe two of them, that's fine. But they should definitely have the majors that you're interested in, because if you don't, if they don't. Um, you might end up transferring, which isn't a bad thing. I also had episode about transferring. So if that end up happening... Go back to that episode. You can listen to that information. Um, But again, it's not a bad thing. Um, You just have to do some more planning as far as, again, probably possibly going through all these tips again, but also going through the tips I talk about in the episode with transferring. So again, remember, tip number two, selecting a school with your major is very important. All right, going on to tip number three, what school you pay? What school? Now, this is also very important. And I say this every episode with almost everything. But again, this is important, very important. So please pay attention. Write this down. What school have you paid out of pocket the least in or take out the least amount of loans is the ones you should be looking at? So understand just because the school offers you more scholarships and more grants doesn't mean you're going to end up with the least amount of loans So let me give you two examples One, first example, the school That you want to go to gives you A $10,000 scholarship Each year you go But the, the tuition for that school Is $20,000 each year That you go, that means You have to pay out of pocket or get loans For uh, $10,000 Each year Where in scenario number two The scholarship that the, another School offers you is only $5,000 So it's only half of what the first school offering you, but their tuition is only $7,000 each year. That means you're only having to pay out of pocket or with loans, $2,000. So you can definitely see how... Just because a scholarship amount is higher doesn't mean you're going to be paying less to attend a school. So definitely pay attention, not just to the the scholarship amount, but the, the tuition amount. Also, always make sure you're paying attention to out-of-state tuition versus in-state tuition. A lot of schools, if not all schools, have that within their their tuition breakdown where in-state tuition is usually a lot cheaper than out-of-state tuition. So definitely pay attention to that, especially if you're planning on going to a college outside of your um, home state. Also pay attention to other fees, pay attention to the room and board, pay attention to meal p- plans and all that kind of stuff, because it can definitely drastically increase your tuition for each year. So pay don't just pay attention to how much you're paying for the classes, pay attention to the other things that you also have to pay in order to go to school there. Um, if you do get a scholarship or grant, pay attention to any stipulations. So this is very important for those who have scholarships, um, because a lot of scholarships comes with stipulations or comes with requirements for you to continue getting that money. Some examples of those stipulations might be having to continue being four time each semester. Um, Uh, Having to maintain a certain GPA, so maybe a 3.0 GPA. A lot of people, a lot of scholarships that have a GPA requirement is usually around a 3.0 GPA. And then some of them, you have to be in a certain major. So definitely pay attention to those stipulations because if you do decide to maybe um, try to go half time or something happens with your GPA or you wanna switch majors, it can also affect your financial aid or affect your, your scholarships and grants. So pay attention to that information and make sure that you stay within those guidelines or those stipulations. Moving on to tip number four. Um, when selecting a school, you definitely want to pay attention to the school atmosphere slash feeling having you feel safe while you're on that campus. So this would require you to actually visit the campus in person. Now, my recommendation um, based off the different uh, the different trips that I've had with the different colleges, which I had quite a few, um, to try to go during the school year. So during the fall semester or during the spring semester and then also try to go during the week and not like the weekend. Um, This will um, help you see how the campus is on a typical day, because in the summer, most students don't take summer classes and some students go back home, which might not be in that home state. So you won't see how how the campus is on a regular day and then on the weekends again classes are not usually on the week they don't have any classes on the weekend so you're not seeing the atmosphere you're not seeing how students interact with each other you're not seeing those type of things so definitely if you can um, go during the week and go during the academic school year. So while you're on your visit, make sure you're paying attention to any safety precautions that they have for students. Um, Some examples of some safety things that a lot of schools have, um, they might have um, an option or something where you can have someone walk you to the car, walk you to your car if it's like late at night. Um, They might also have these stations set up around campus where there's like a button on it. And if you press that button because you feel unsafe or you feel like somebody's following you, or you feel like you might get, it might, you might be in a dangerous situation. If you press that button at any of the stations, there will be an officer or a security guard to come to that location to make sure you are safe. I don't, they usually say how much time it would take a police officer or or whoever to get there but I don't have that information and it's probably different for every campus who has um a program like that and then when you're on on your visit don't be afraid to ask these type of questions these type of safety questions because basically whatever school you go to, definitely if it's away from home, this is going to be your home away from home. So you definitely want to feel safe in this type of environment. And then always during your visit, pay attention to how you feel while you're on that campus. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you scared? Are you bored? Are you uncomfortable? Now understand some of those feelings might be coming because this is your first time visiting that campus. This is your first time um being on a college campus, but if if you don't feel like you also have some type of excitement or feeling happy about the campus, then you might not feel happy about the campus if you end up going to that school. Because the feel Of in the atmosphere of a campus can either make you want to transfer or make you want to drop out of school altogether, or it can motivate you to want to continue when it becomes hard. So those things do happen. I remember at my um, first school at NIU, there was quite a bit... There was quite a bit of students who I graduated high school with that also went to that school. And by the end of the first semester or by the end of the first school year, at least half of them were gone or didn't come back for whatever reason. And some of the reasons could be because they felt homesick, even though we're an hour away from home, but they might have felt unsafe or anything like that. So definitely pay attention to those feelings while you're on the campus and visiting the campus. You don't have to just visit. The campus once if you're really interested in um, that school, you might want to visit it multiple times because you might be able to see different things um, on different visits. So definitely go visit the school. If you're interested in attending that school, tip number five do they have extracurriculars you want to be a part of? Now, when I talk about extracurriculars or when I say extracurriculars, I'm not including clubs, I'm not including student organizations, and I'm not including student government. And the reason why I'm not including those things is because most schools, if not all schools, have some form of student government. And most schools, if they don't have a club or organization that you're You're interested in, you can create that club on that campus. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's how most of the clubs, if not all the clubs at the university is created by the students because it's for the students. So you have to create it if you want it, if it's not there already. When I say extracurriculars, I mostly mean things like the school's marching band, if they have one, if they have a, a school team, a dance team, and if they have like intramural sports. Those are the things that, if the school doesn't have them, um, most likely it, it'd be too hard for students to form. So if those are some things that you're interested in, in doing that is fun, um, well, student organizations are funded by the school, but if they are like run by the school and not by the students and you're interested in being a part of it, definitely make sure they have it at their school because those are the things that you probably won't be able to create um, while you, while you get, oh, when you get there. Now, when I talk about these extracurricular activities, this should be the last thing on your list to consider. So if you have like maybe five schools you're interested in and you're going through the list, and you list, you having a hard time picking your your top choice, then going to the extracurriculars that that school have can definitely help narrow it down to your top choice. And the reason I say this should be your last last thing to consider is because when you go to college, you might end up losing interest in extracurriculars. Extracurricular activity—you might end up finding that you don't have time to do it, um, or you might just find some other reason why you don't want to continue with the extracurricular activity. And if you don't just and you don't want to be at a school because of extracurricular activity, because you do—if you do lose interest or if you can't do it—you still want to have a reason to be at that school, like. When I was at NIU um, When I was in high school I was A part of the marching band and I wanted To continue being a part of the Marching band when I went to college And I was a part of the marching band When I when I got to college for The first year after the First year I realized I need to uh, Spend my time more Wisely because the courses wasn't Like high school courses So I had to Not be a part of the band um, My the rest of my time because I didn't have the time to put into it. And I and like I said, I enjoyed my time in marching band, both in high school and in college. Like that was probably the best part of high school for, in most cases. But because I was majoring in engineering, I really didn't have a lot of other extra time to put into the marching band because, I mean, they did give you a credit for being in the marching band, but You have practices um, every week. You go to the game, the home games at least. Um, If your school goes to like a championship game, like at NIU, when I was there, the football football team was really good, so they went to the, the, they call it the MAC championship game every year, and the uh, band got to go. Um, Sometimes they went to different bowl games as well, and the band would be able to go as well, so those are different things, those are takes up a lot of time, takes up a a lot of your time. So you don't want to choose something. You don't want to choose a school just because of the extracurricular activities, because again, you might lose interest. You might not have the time for it that you thought you would. And again, you're going to school to get a degree. You're not going to school to um, be a part of the band or be a part of the dance team or to play sports. Of course, you want to continue doing that if you can, but it's not the main goal of of going to college. So those are my five tips I believe can help you narrow down your choices um, when it comes to selecting the school that you want to attend after high school. But if you're still with me, I want to give you one more bonus tip just because you are still here and listening. And my last tip is actually the last tip I gave when it, uh, my last episode last week about selecting a major is to ask a trusted advisor in a no mentor. Again, I want to say the reason why I say trusted mentor or advisor is because just because you are assigned an advisor in high school or assigned a mentor within a program doesn't mean that's somebody you trust with this type of this type of information in their opinion about it it. So definitely go to someone you trust, whether it's an assigned person or not, or just somebody you look up to. Um, If you've gone through all the tips I have shared with you today and still having trouble picking a school or making a final decision, an advisor may be able to help you see things in a way that you haven't already saw. Um, Definitely if they went to that school and know someone who went to that school that you're interested in. If you're having trouble picking, picking schools in the first place or like just the first round of schools, they may be able to help you start with a list based off your major, based off the cost, based off other things that might be important to you. So hopefully if you have an advisor, they might have been within the advisor industry or being advisor for many years so they might have already helped many students pick out a school so they might already have resources or already know a ton about different schools that they can help you figure out if those are schools that you're also interested in Uh, they might even show you schools um, you never heard of or was even thinking of like I said earlier That's how I got to the school that I am currently at. Like I said, I was, I went to a community college, Kishwaukee College, and I was a part of a program called TRIO. And within TRIO, you are assigned an advisor. And I trusted my advisor. And once it was time for me to graduate and get my associate's degree, um, or around that time or before that time, I should say, uh, she helped me a lot with figuring out what's what schools I was interested in because she already knew I wasn't interested in going back to NIU. Um, And she actually told me about IUPUY or UiPui. And when she told me the name of the school was UiPui, I was like, "Uh, I don't think I'll be interested in that school. But after I did my own research, after I looked and saw that the schools that I was interested in either cost too much or I didn't have everything that they wanted within a student i went back and did my research on that school on my current school and i was like okay it's not actually that bad it's um out of the state which i wanted to be um it's further away from home which i wanted to be not because i don't want to be home but i want to have the feel of not of being on my own and being able to um, be successful on my own. It was within a great program. Uh, and then it did have some of the extracurriculars that I was interested in. It already had a NSB chapter, which I tried to talk about every episode. Uh, what else? I was also trying to learn how to dance and do different dance. So they had a dance team, but I never went to any of their practices or any of their events or anything like that. Um, But it was something I was interested in, but luckily, I didn't go to school, go to this school because I was interested in their dance program. I came to the school because I was interested in their engineering program, because if I was just interested in their dance program, I still wouldn't be here today. So definitely I got a lot of help from my advisor and you can definitely do the same with your advisor, whether it's someone who's appointed to you or someone you look up to, you've been looking up to for years and they can be of help to you. So those are all my tips I believe will help you find the perfect school for you if you're interested in going to school, going to a college or university. But before I leave you today, I want to give you some advice of the week. Number one, keep yourself organized by creating Excel sheets to keep track of the school information that you're interested in and Um, to keep track of the schools you're interested in and the information about those schools. Like I kind of talked about earlier, I had an Excel sheet that had A lot of information in like first, of course, the major that I'm interested in and what it's called at that school, the tuition, including all the other fees, um, important deadlines, their scholarship website, their phone number, their address, because you probably will be sending like your transcript and that kind of stuff to them. So you definitely want to have that information um, in one place so you don't have to keep looking for it every time you need it. Number two, understand that you don't have to go to a. An expensive school To be successful I talked about this At the beginning of the episode So Understand Just because You didn't go to An Ivy League school Or you didn't go to A A a big campus or or, a a famous school, doesn't mean you won't be successful. As long as you work towards your goal of getting your degree, as long as you make connections, as long as you gain skills, not just from the classroom, but within organizations that you're a part of, as long as you get experiences um, like internships and co-ops, if once you graduate, you should be able to find a career path that you are interested in that you feel will help you live the life that you want to live. And lastly, always ask a trusted advisor and a mentor if you're feeling lost or need extra help. That's what they are there for, whether again, whether they are assigned to you or they're just someone that you look up to. Advisors, mentors, those are the people who are supposed to guide you to help you find your success and then hopefully in turn you do the same thing for someone who come after you but definitely use the resources that are already around you Once again, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Lazenby Experience podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything about this episode or anything else, please reach out to me. My email is LazenbyExperience at gmail.com. That's L-A-Z-E-N-B-Y Experience at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to... Follow, like, share, and subscribe On all the platforms That's including YouTube That's including Facebook That's including Apple Podcasts That's including anywhere That you like to listen to podcasts Please follow, like, share, and subscribe If you haven't already Season 1 is available On all those platforms as well So go ahead Binge watch Season 1 It's a lot of great content A lot of great information out there Or within that season as well So please Go ahead and watch those episodes and let me know what you think about them. Lastly, if for some reason you're getting sick and tired of hearing my voice every week, I have a blog that you can also read. If you go to Lazenbeexperience.wordpress.com, you will get access to all the blog posts about this season as well. So everything I talk about during the episode will be in written form. But guess what? There's more. I have a lot of other blog posts that I was writing before I even started a podcast. So you will have access to that as well. So go ahead, look at that. Let me know what you think. Let me know if I should add or subtract anything. But once again, thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Experience podcast. And as always, until next time, continue your journey until you reach your success. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Lazenby Experience podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of it to help you with your success. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow, like, share, and subscribe on all platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, and Apple Podcasts at the Lazenby Experience. Have questions about this episode or have topics you would like me to cover in the future, send me an email at lazenbyexperience at gmail.com. That's L-A-Z-E-N-B-Y experience at gmail.com. Lastly, I would like to give a huge shout out to Jamari Michael of Indigo Entertainment Group for the instrumentals you heard throughout this episode. Again, thank you for listening to the Lazen to be Experienced podcast. And until next time, continue your journey until you reach your success.